Welcome to the third season of the Give, Receive, Improve podcast. In this third season, we will be focusing on the topic around the first 90 days of becoming a new manager. In this episode, we will talk about adopting the culture of continuous improvement. We will answer two key questions and they are 1. What is the culture of continuous improvement? 2. How do you nurture a continuous improvement culture among your team members? Welcome to the Give, Receive, Improve podcast with Lisa Lam and Sawana Ali. This podcast was inspired to help new managers overcome the challenges of managing and leading people. We have a combined experience of over 50 years in leadership and management roles. We know, and I mean we know, the struggles and rewards of leading individuals and teams. We believe that you should not be facing your challenges alone. So let's start this journey together. To find out more, check out our respective sites at lisalumcoach.com and sawanaali.com. Let's get going. Hi Lisa. All managers would want to have performing teams. Performing team is obviously a result of many things done right. One of the key foundations is about creating the right culture. When we talk about culture, it simply means the collective behaviors of your team members. Obviously, you are central to the whole process. One pertinent factor that you need to consider is the type of performance culture that you want to cultivate among your team members. Most mature organizations, for instance, will have established some systemic process in managing performance with at least three distinctive cycles of performance management process. The first cycle is starting of the financial year when we have some type of discussion and negotiation with our respective managers and subordinates on the key goals that we want to accomplish for a particular year. The second cycle is come mid-year, a halfway checkpoint on where we stand, taking stocks on what's working, what's not, and what we should continue doing or what we should stop doing. And the third cycle is the end of the financial year when we take a full assessment on how we do for the entire financial year. Depending on achievements, we will then be compensated with some bonus or incentives as relevant. While these three cycles are something most people are familiar with, they will not be effective unless you can motivate your team members to be continuously motivated to perform. This is where the culture of continuous improvement comes into play. So what is the culture of continuous improvement? The culture of continuous improvement is about treating every event, every engagement, and every experience as a learning process. It works based on the principle that one is empowered to apply his or her own creativity in solving problems within the legal context, of course, for the best solution. It is okay to make mistakes. The emphasis is about capturing the key learning from an event, an engagement, or an experience and doing better in similar situations in the future. For example, I remember during my corporate experience before, we would always have a discussion after an engagement or an event, sharing what went right, what went wrong, and what could have done better in the next round. And we would walk away with summary of key learnings which we would apply in the future for us to do better. This approach is a simple process with high-impact outcomes. High-performing teams are pretty hardcore about this process, and it definitely sticks as their culture that everyone lives by. What do you think, Lisa? How was your experience in relation to the continuous improvement culture so far? 
How have you benefited from it? Yes, El. I think that it is extremely important that there is a culture of continuous improvement that comes from both you as the leader as well as the people in the organization. The culture of continuous improvement would basically show up in these three areas. One, there is a drive to keep doing better or to keep on improving. They're not satisfied with the present success, but aim to do more. They're always looking for what went wrong, what they could have done better or executed better, areas of improvement, and so on. Great questions to have and to collectively find answers for. Number two, there is a passion in what they do. You will see and feel the hidden passion behind what people are doing and are committed to doing it. It is sometimes the secret source of what makes an individual or a team successful. Three, there is a sense that it is never good enough and the chasing after the more. That is the downside of this, and it is not taking the time to celebrate wins. A continuous improvement culture, as the name suggests, would always be looking for the improvements. How do I make a better impact? Which, if you're not careful, can lead to a sense of never being satisfied, because after all, things can always be better. Now, if not careful, this can also lead to a situation of burnout if it is not carefully managed. What a culture of continuous improvement is not is just as important as what it is. It is not, one, an environment that promotes fault-finding, putting people down, especially those who are perceived to be not performing. We do not want to create an environment which is toxic for the growth of everyone in the team. Number two, it is not an environment void of recognition or void of celebrating success. Even though the culture of continuous improvement would dictate that you want to continuously improve, it does not mean that it has become so critical or analytical or negative that it is unable to appreciate and recognize effort and commitment. The outcome that might define success can be one of the biggest barriers to improvement. Just because an outcome is not achieved does not necessarily mean that it is a failure. Number three, an environment that is hyper-competitive where everyone is trying to outdo the next person. The competitive nature should always be against the external competition and not among the people within the team or the organization. Now that I've established what a continuous improvement environment is and is not, my experience has been generally very positive. Microsoft as an organization is one that has a culture of continuous improvement. In fact, maybe some of the not-to-dos as well. There is a very systematic set of rhythm of the business with a very rigorous review process throughout the year to ensure that as a business, we're able to identify areas of concern and areas that require corrective actions. Never satisfied with just achieving the set goals, but always having a stretch goal to achieve. And I guess this is very dependent on the industry that you're in. Some, just by the nature of the industry, is inherently or has inherently a culture of continuous improvement. An IT or a technology industry and an organization within that has no choice but to have this culture. Therefore, the people who work in it must inherently have this type of mindset to not just survive, but to thrive as well. Therefore, the critical aspect is to be able to balance the good and the not so good. That is so interesting, Lisa. 
you gain amazing benefits from the culture of continuous improvement, absolutely. For this culture to thrive, there are a few ground rules that you, as a manager, must establish for your team members. Some of them include, number one, clarity on the empowerment that you give them. Number two, assurance that they will not be penalized if they make mistakes. Number three, your availability to engage with them whenever they need help. Number four, supporting method to cultivate the continuous learning process in your department. Let me expand just a little bit on the supporting method to cultivate the continuous learning process in your department. Essentially, this is based on the adoption of feedback process for continuous improvement. In a nutshell, you must provide the right skill sets to all in terms of giving and receiving feedback, critical success factors of giving and receiving feedback, training your team members on giving and receiving feedback, and providing the conducive and safe environment for everyone to give and receive feedback regardless of their hierarchy in the department. We have covered giving and receiving feedback in our Season 1 podcast series. You can listen to the series to understand how you can go about doing this. What is your take on this, Lisa? How have you managed to nurture the culture of continuous improvement among your team members? Yes, El. I do believe that there are three key fundamental areas that needs to be in place for you to manage this culture, and they are, one, to have a growth mindset. You will need to have a growth mindset, and in fact, your team needs to have it too. Continuous improvement will not happen if the mindset is fixed. It is just going to be a struggle to work in an environment that is constantly challenging the norms and stretching the boundaries of competencies and outcomes if you have a fixed mindset. Number two, failure is not permanent. Failure is the stepping stone to finding the next solution. Just like Thomas Edison, who failed countless times before finally succeeding in creating the light bulb. Now, one of his famous quotes is, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways that won't work. That needs to be the mindset, else you will never be able to innovate, experiment, and try something different to find answers or solutions to the challenges that you need to overcome. Number three, you need to lead by example. Don't try to cover up your faults or mistakes. Admit the areas of improvement and seek help or leverage your strengths where it is available in the team. The journey to continuous improvement starts with acknowledgement or recognition that there are areas that needs to be improved and to be worked on. It is not a sign of weakness if we recognize a weakness. It is the only way for us to be able to overcome any weaknesses is to acknowledge it and then work towards overcoming it. In summary, having a growth mindset is the starting point which will lead you to a mindset that failure is not permanent as it is how we all learn and as a manager, you will have to lead by example to demonstrate what the culture of continuous improvement looks like. That is great, Lisa. Thanks for your feedback. I could not agree more with what you have just shared. Another point that I want to highlight is it is very important to celebrate success. You need to keep the momentum going constantly. It is imperative that you celebrate success at every milestone. Compartmentalize initiatives into short-term interval timelines. Describe success at each interval. Once you reach a particular interval milestone, celebrate it. Recognize all milestones as small wins. Make it a habit to celebrate the small wins with your team members. This helps in keeping the momentum going. 
I remember these occasions very well until today. Celebrating small wins those days did keep me going and most important of all, I felt good that my manager recognized the hard work that I put in. And for one, I knew then that my manager respected and appreciated that we all walked the long journey to realize the big common purpose of the organization. We did our part of the bargain the best we can. Such celebration does not need to be big. Some small gestures of appreciation will go a long way with your team members. For instance, at one time, I received a very nice card congratulating me of the milestone that I achieved together with a nicely packaged baked cheesecake. I love baked cheesecake, so it means a great deal to me, for sure. What about you, Lisa? Would small wins, small appreciation work for you? Yeah, definitely. I think we all appreciate some form of recognition. Each person might appreciate different forms of recognition. So for example, some might appreciate words of recognition or encouragement, some gifts or rewards, and so on. One of the catalysts of ensuring that the environment of continuous improvement is healthy is when there is a consistent and authentic recognition of effort and results. I think that one of the worst things that any leader can do is to withhold encouragement or recognition, or even worse, to give a non-genuine recognition. Celebrate and give recognition genuinely and openly will not just create an atmosphere where people will feel appreciated, but one where people will be motivated and inspired to want to do more or to want to do better. We have covered quite a fair bit of information, so let me summarize. 1. What is the culture of continuous improvement? It is an environment where there is a consistent and continuous learning and growth mindset. The drive to keep on doing better, to improve upon the past actions, and to strive to be the best. Number two, how do you nurture a culture of continuous improvement? There are three key areas to nurturing and they are one, having a growth mindset, which essentially views mistakes and failures as part and parcel of the learning journey. Remember, failures are not permanent and neither are they final. Number two, empowerment and clarity of roles or responsibilities. An environment that has an engaging and supportive feedback environment is critical to that continuous learning journey. Number three, recognition and reward. The need to show sincere and genuine appreciation will help you to continuously motivate and inspire people to show up and do their best work. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and let us know what you would like to learn next. And give us your feedback as we aim to continuously improve on what we're doing. Check out our respective websites at lisalamcoach.com and sawanaali.com. Take care and remember, you're not alone in your struggles as a manager.